But what I'm but what I'm saying Pat, is like they never keep the same energy. So if you can if you're okay with hearing about how a guy ran through like four girls in like 20 minutes and a girl's like she's a baddie with her baddie friends, I'm gonna need you to keep the same motherfucking energy. I'm here for it. It is in my opinion, I spice music all sounds the same. How many gras are we gonna hear? I mean, listen, all her shit yeah, sound the same. It does, but like I said, I two of her souls slap. The beats is fire. Like she got fire. I will give I think, look. I think she got a couple bottom, that slap. Not too, too bad. Nah. Right. I think she got a couple. I think she got a couple that slap too. Though. That's like, what I like, like, you know, like I'm saying. Like I ain't saying that she out here the most <laughs> lyrical MC out there. I'm just saying I mean, like she got some songs that kind of slap, bro. Ain't none of these. Ain't none of these girls writing their music though, so it don't really matter. Let's okay, hold up. Let's, let's keep it 100, though. Mm. If Ice Spice look like Whoopi Goldberg, y'all wouldn't say her music slaps. No, no, hold I up. disagree. No. I disagree. Mm. I disagree. Uh, no, I disagree. Because personally, I hate, like, okay, I don't want to bring this person up or whatever or try to even say that, like, this person is... Like, I don't... Cause, like, I don't want to compare... Like, Because I'm not saying that this person is ugly. Okay. But I'm not a fan of a daily thing. I don't like her personality. Beautiful girl. Who? I hate her person. Azalea Banks. The female Kanye West. Oh, fuck that bitch. But I don't I like her. I can say that she has a couple of songs. I don't think anybody likes her. At all. But she has a couple of songs that slap, and I'm not yeah. going to deny that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, again, I'm not saying she looks like Whoopi Goldberg, and I can't think of any of them. I think, I think what Pat's saying is what Ice Spice be as popular as she is. Oh, yeah, no, 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 absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely right, not. Right. not. Yeah, but it don't mean, it, it don't mean that a couple of her records don't slap. Though. Yeah, I think she definitely uses her pretty, you know, her prettiness. Um, it does help that you know Nikki felt her or whatever, and you know what? Um, good on you, sis. Get that bag. But like, mm, and they need some girls from New York in the game, man. Like it's thin right now for for that for New York female rappers. They need they need her. I. Man. I'm always here for the fun booty shaking music because I don't always want to be deep. Sometimes I just want to have fun, and that's yeah. okay. I'm sorry, I don't have the deep philosophical. Yo, my life was so sad and so hard. I was out here driving broke down cars. Like yeah, I don't want to hear about every single <laughs> time, bro. Hey, nah, I no, like, I just want to pop it. Like, like, I get it. Like imagine I being in the club it. and all you hear is "It ain't hard to tell." I excel, did prevail. Like, bro, I don't. Uh, oh, stop it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with y'all on that. Like, I think everybody provide provides an element of something, and I think Ice Spice provides an element of fun. Now, if she wants to be taken seriously as more than just that, then she got to change her content. But, I mean, if she don't change her content, then it's going to be hard for me to take her seriously. If, my issue isn't the music that she makes. My issue is all these rappers now sound the exact same. Like, you want to talk about shaking ass? Cool. But what makes your lyrics different from... Meg the Stallion or a lotto, like y'all all Whoa. sound the exact same. They know. Well, like, hey, nah, I, I wouldn't compare Meg. No, 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 no. I wouldn't compare Meg to Lotto. No, no, no. Meg. Current Lotto. I'm talking I'm not talking about Lotto from back in the day who used to actually freestyle, who could actually yeah. throw like rap. I'm talking but, about commercialized rap. And it's, the same, like, it's, just, it's the summertime now. No one wants yeah. your deep shit. It's the summertime. We're it's not talking about we're shit. not talking about deep music. Like music. we're talking about music in general. Like all the music sounds the same, male <laughs> and female. It doesn't I mean, matter. 
the gender. They all sound yeah. the same. Uh, that's because yeah, yeah. they got the same writers, bro. It's the yeah, same yeah. people writing all the songs, bro. It's it's a group. It's a group of group of writers that get together and they pen they pencil out or pen out, however you want to say it. They pin out mad hooks and they pin out mad verses. Like I give a classic example is uh, what's that girl from Atlanta, Cali or whatever? Yeah. She got a song called Area Coast and the joint is hot, right? But she gave herself away when she got on 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 the interview and was like she ain't never heard Ludacris area codes. So it's like now everybody like now everybody knows you don't write your stuff. Basically, like we know we know you now we know for a fact you don't write your stuff. Like and I feel like that that's a big common thing in the industry anyway right now. It's everybody's writing. Like a lot of people feel like and. And and I, I have a little insight on it, but like it's a group of individuals that write the mass majority of the songs that you hear on the radio. So if it's all coming from the same pen, it's gonna all sound. The same. You know what I compare it to a little bit? A few episodes ago, we were talking about the bloodline, and Ray mm-hmm. was talking about how she wants something different. She wants something exciting. Like that's how I okay. feel about music. Yeah, you know. There's only but so much you can do to, you know, change the game. But mm-hmm. if this person sounds the same, if that person sounds the same, who's yeah. to say I need to listen to your music when that person it, next to you is doing the exact same thing? Like, I don't want deep shit all the time. I kind of well, feel think- like deep shit mm-hmm. is basically holding us back in the music community because I don't want us to just be known as the struggle. You know, I just don't want us to be known as, oh, you know, we struggle with music. You know, all we're doing is talking about our hardships. Yeah, I like to have fun. But at the same time, I need to know like what makes you stand out compared to everybody else. Well, I mean, you gotta look at it this way, right? If you take Nickelback and you take Yellow Card, right? Let's just take those two rock bands. The only difference in their music is what they talk about, like what, like, like what the sound is. But as far as like what they actually singing and saying, it's the same thing. Rather, you listening to Semisonic and uh, Panic at the Disco, like all of it's the same. What separates it is is essentially the music. So the difference is between hip hop and and like rock and, or, or let's just say white and black music, right? It's for so long, white music has always had the freedom to be whatever it's wanted to be. Black music is finally venturing off into that, I don't have to be depressed. You know what I'm saying? So it has to have like a foundational start. So every song's gonna be in the same key. Every song's gonna sound the same for a period of time, simply because like artists are now trying to figure out what they can add or what they can provide to this. And like if you got a group of individuals that cannot, like if I gotta train you to rap a certain way, I gotta train you to look a certain way, I gotta train you to do this because only thing you, you know is is selling rocks in the projects like it's a process and i don't think that those those people ever fully <laughs> understand like the the freedom of of where they can go with their sounds if they learn to express themselves properly so i think also really another reason why we're set where we're set is because a lot of black people at least in our community. Let me, and I say a lot. I'm not saying all. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying every. Just a lot. A nice percentage of it. Don't really know that it's okay to be free and be something else. Because if you try to do anything else, you're doing white people shit. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With white people music. It's like, um, 
when Lil Wayne decided to just do some like hip hop rock shit or just some regular rock shit. People like some people liked it who was into rock music and people who wasn't like, man, I don't want to hear this white shit. And it's like, bro, it's not white <laughs> shit. It's, it's music. Like on top of that, music that people that look like you created. So you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to be different and be free, but because so many of our people are so like, wait, this is out of my norm. This is white people shit. It's like it it, it kind of hurts it, like with hip hop, you know, like hip hop has changed, but ultimately, you can't really. It's like a certain type of sound that makes it hip hop, and anything <clears throat> else is just rap. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But I will say this though, man, just randomly, um, for for a lot of that seventies, eighty hip hop shit was trash. I don't know how y'all. I don't know how y'all think about a lot of that shit was trash. I ain't gonna say um, that. I was not born, so uh, yeah, I don't I mean, really have I mean, listen, it. I was born in '87. <laughs> I get it, but listening back, yo, people be like, "Man, this dude spitting," and all you hear, <laughs> "I was outside. I saw your mom, and she said hi. Then mm. she waved, then she said bye. Like, bro, what is? Hold you on a second, bro. Let me go with my flow." I gotta go to the stove. Let me go the dough. Like that's how it was back then. Like, bro. Like, like, like a lot of it really was just like, yo, this ain't it. I know it's random. But like, oh like you try to tell me this dude out here rapping like Dr. Seuss was spitting some stuff. Look at me, I'm outside all day. Here we go, man. I say hey, hey, hey. Like, bro, that's a hey 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 why is you talking like that bars (laughs) bars oh man this 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 new rap these 90s niggas can't hang with these people bro right i mean i think it's if i think some of it's tradition and then like okay classic example is you know how you feel like if let's take the nba for example right Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody will always say that Michael Jordan is the best player to ever play the game of basketball, right? And then yeah. you you get to the now generation, who's their goat, LeBron, and it has everything to do with the fact of who they got to see perform and who they didn't get to see perform. Like we ain't sitting around talking about Will Chamberlain, the best center in the world, or Bill Russell, even though in their perspective, eras and times. They was goats. But if you ask us who's the greatest center to ever play, it's Shaq. You know what I'm saying? Or, or like Tim Duncan or one of them niggas. I so said like, it before. I feel like. I'm like hold on, real Because I've said that before and I got flamed because people were like, oh, it wasn't the same back then. It's like, bro, 11 rings is 11 rings. I don't really give what you're trying yeah. to say. Well, because, that's like, how I feel about the situation. Huh? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Eleven is eleven, baby. And that's what I'm saying. But like, people and he played. He, he he played against the best talent that the '60s and the '70s had to offer. So how can you shit on that? Like, like if the game was still like take basketball, or you take just take rap. If everything still sounded the same today, there's no evolution. So like, it's like it shouldn't. It, the the way that basketball is played now should not be played the same way that it was played in the 60s and 70s. It should Absolutely. evolve. And rather, it evolves to something that you like, 
or you dislike. Same thing with rap music. Like that 60s, 70s, whatever you want to call it. She was loving when I was saying her name. Uh, whatever you want to say. You know, <laughs> that, rather, 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 laugh. rather <laughs> you were sitting there like, man, this is it's fire, bro. Or you sitting there like, man, this is shit, dog. And, and like, rather you sitting there on versus listening to some little baby saying the day. It's like, it's an evolution. It evolves. It changes. You don't always have to like change, but it is what it is. So, like, and that's just that. Like, so it shouldn't sound the same. It should evolve more lyrically. Like, the niggas in the 80s wasn't as lyrical as the niggas in the 90s. And then in the early 2000s, like, you found you finally found the combination of, like, crossover. Yeah. Like, Nelly crossed over. Like, Eminem was white, so of course he was going to cross over, right? But nonetheless, he still provided the element of what we consider rap or, or hip-hop to to the culture. Like, it wasn't like he was just like a like a vulture. Anything like M, M, M fit in, you know, but he was still cross over. Nelly crossed over. Ludacris crossed over. Like, there were so many different guys. Lil Wayne eventually crossed over, you know? 50, 50 went from I'ma shoot a nigga to everybody get up and let's dance. The niggas, the biggest, the niggas biggest two hits are club records, AO technology and, 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 and in the nice. club. So nice. like it's like so like even fifth crossed over. So it's like, and then you got your niggas that stayed the same. Jay was pretty much the blueprint all the way till he was finished, you know, until towards the end. Now he just talk about rich people shit that don't none of us know. What he talking about? You know, Yo, like yeah. the nigga. I still take the dinner. Just let, let me know, and I'd still take and the dinner. Look, the the nigga, listen, listen, you're lying. I'm, you're lying. I'm not. You're I'm lying. not lying. I've said that you're, from the beginning. Let me tell you something. You listen, listen bro. Listen. Okay, so hold. There's no way how I'm taking the dinner, bro. I'm not listen. learning nothing from no fucking dinner. Listen, listen, I'm somebody who can network with the best of them. I'm taking that dinner. I'm getting all the knowledge I can. I'm trying but to build a relationship account. But bro, he's just trying to eat his food. Okay. Well, who's to say that you're going to have 50,000? Who's to say that the investment won't turn into 100,000? I feel that. I feel both I have both arguments on that, though. But I do. Before we go any further, um, I think we should do introductions. Yeah, <laughs> I was not. Nah, I've been, I've been waiting for it. I was going to do it back <laughs> then, but then my man said he would take the dinner, which sparked another conversation. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, the hostess with the mostest is out right now, and it's your boy Ron Morrison filling in. I'm with my compadres, uh, Chef Pat Lee, yes, Ray sir. Day with the AK. How y'all doing? I'm here. Tonight. Oh. I'm just trying to make it better. Uh, yes, sorry, my daughter's trying to speak to me when I'm doing this. Um, Right now, I want to introduce you uh, to our special guest with Blurred Ma. My man Donald Andre, uh, feel free to feel free to introduce yourself real quick, brother. What's going on? My name is Donald. Uh, uh, people close to me call me Deal Dre. I'm a musician, singer, songwriter. Um, you can find my music everywhere on Spotify. Uh, you can look up on ASCAP or BMI. You can find songs that I've written for other artists. Rather than be in the industry or just you know indie artist, you look up my name and and list, my list will pop up. So uh yeah, that's me. yes man. Welcome welcome back for the first time. 
Uh, if you know us, you know where we're from. You know how you know how this all became this. But my man was also on that podcast a bunch of times, and this is his first time to let me talk pod, man. Welcome. Yeah, man. I'm excited let to be here. Thanks for having me. For a minute. Sorry. <laughs> Yo, as you see, we got into a little conversation about music, and it was a great conversation. Uh, but um. Yeah, it came to a halt because my man Pat said he would take the dinner. Now, here's the thing. I I understand both sides of this, right? Me personally, I'm taking 50K. But I also get getting jewels, getting gems, and having a chance to actually pick his mind. Personally, I don't want a dinner. Now, if you was to say, yo, spend a more actual work day <laughs> with Jay-Z, I would rather much do that. Because at least I can see him making moves, doing whatever he does, you know, seeing how he schmooze and get the, you know, you see how he does his business throughout the day. I would love to see that. But a dinner, I'll pass on, man. But what, what about y'all, man? I... My thing about it is you're you're going to meet him for dinner. So so that means he's just gonna eat, probably talk to you. He did another he probably had a whole day of working. He's not gonna want to sit there for another two to three hours and let you phone call pick his brain and be like, So what do you think? Because I remember he did an interview and people were like, um, yo, what, give us some advice. You know, you're a mogul. Da, 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 da. I was like, you know what? Believe yourself. You got this. The man gave the most generic motherfucking answers. And people were like, this is what you wanted? Boy, that's the dinner you're getting right there. Also, I feel like the expectation that he would give advice is kind of crazy to me because he don't know you. He don't know you from a box of rock. I wouldn't give no advice to no random. I'll give you the most generic advice. Keep pushing. Look for ways to get in. I, you're not, we're not about to be buddy buddy in that two hour time frame unless you paying. Then I might, but we ain't got the, we don't got the bread to pay for JV's dinner. Cause I know he wants that top of the line wine and I don't really like drinking. Wine is nasty. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Listen, I don't care how as arrogant as it may be sounds, money don't mean shit to me, honestly. Like money comes and goes to me. I can get money just like that. And as a, how can I put this without sounding conceited? As a prospective rich black man, because that's the kind of energy I'm trying to put out there. That rich confirmed. <laughs> we need that clip by itself. That's, listen, that's listen. the clip right there. I'm, I'm going to get that 50K one way or another. Money to me is like, even if I didn't have the money, I'm more so a person who believes in networking. I come from a sales background. I can talk with the best of them. I'm going to find a way to network with Jay-Z. I'm going to get an investment opportunity out of him. I'm going to get some knowledge aside from like, yo, man, pursue your dreams. You know, whatever he got to say. I'm going to get some knowledge out of him. I'm going to come up with a business plan. I'm not just coming to that dinner just to eat some steak and drink some wine. Like, we're going to have a whole conversation and a plan going on. Second of all, I've seen some of the parties that Jay-Z's been to. I've seen some of the dinners. He ain't going to be there alone. Beyonce is going to be there. That's another connection I'm trying to make, too. 
You need a private chef. You need somebody to cook for you. Boom. There you go. Lifetime opportunity. It's all about what you make out of it. I'm not saying that you're wrong for taking the 50K because, you know, that's 50K. Like, who would pass up on that? But at the same time, I know, at least for me personally, I'm going to make that opportunity to the point where I could have taken that 50K, but then it's going to get me 100K and so on and so forth. But I will only, this is my last comment on this. Why would he give you advice? Why would they give you that opportunity? That's a real good point. Now, now here's my question. What you doing with that 50000 Oh, best believe I am I'm paying bills. I'm already in the... I have stuff that I'm already doing. I'm invested there. All right, but what do you know where to invest your money at? Yeah. I already look, have... Look, look, look at the business ventures that Jay-Z has. He has his own marijuana business. He has art. He has um, clothing. He has... Uh, pretty much anything you can name of. He has a wine company. This is a man, we grew up with the same background. We grew up in the same hood. We grew up in the same struggle, more or less. Well, I didn't do drugs, but, you know, not knocking us us. But the point is, <laughs> Sorry. We, we, we have a lot in common that we can both gravitate and relate to. I have the hustler mm -hmm. mentality. Like, I'm not trying to keep my family, you know, in poverty. I'm trying to build us up. So I think that that being relatable he can it would give me advice and put me in avenues that I would never think of. Like, yeah, I could take that 50K and invest it, but I personally don't know who to invest it with. I don't know the right people to say, all right, you know what? Put your money here or I have a business opportunity that you can put yourself into that can double your money. He knows those people. He has those connections. So <laughs> if I can, you know, at least get that dinner with him, I've already got one foot in the door. Like, yeah, you can take that 50K and you can invest it, but the fact that people see me with Jay-Z, that's already money right there. Mm. We're going to agree like, to disagree on this. That's <laughs> oh, why go I, ahead, both, I was going to say, that's why me and Donald both said we see both sides to it, because you can't go yeah. wrong either way. You, you can't. You I don't think can't. so. Because, like, for me, like, I look at it this way. It's a hundred grand to invest in to, to essentially purchase a Chick-fil-A, right? So, you take the 50K, and if you got that 50K cash, forget forget check, credit, anything like that. If you're credit bad, whatever it is, you got that 50K cash, they're going to instantly move you to the front of the line because there's no, like, there's nothing not. that, that there's nothing that they have to, like, clear anything like that. When you're going anywhere with cash, I don't care where you go, rather it's to buy a car, buy a house, anything like that. You go to a bank. And you put down $20,000 in cash in the bank versus them having to go to your account and get it, like, you're more li likely to get the loan. They're, they're in it's easier for them to be like, oh, well, here's the loan and here's the disc that you need. So this is a, let's just say you take the 50 grand and you invest in the Chick-fil-A, right? Two years time, you didn't make 250K off of profit, off of that Chick-fil-A. You go and you buy another one. You invest, you invest again. You look into shares in McDonald's or whatever other companies, Starbucks, things like that. And you just, you've built yourself a chain of like small, small businesses that equivalent a, a, a genuine and, and genius lifestyle. Right. And that that could simply be for the person who doesn't mind being the local mogul. Right. <coughs> like nobody has to know your name. You're comfortable with that. You know, but you want your family to live good. And then there's those people who feel like 
<clears throat> look, I want to be somebody that's world renowned, world, 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 world talked about. And in that in that sense, like taking the conversation with Jay could benefit you because I'm not going in like for me, I'm not going in the conversation worried about uh impressing him or him giving me a bunch of knowledge. I'm going there to eat and have a good time. Like that's the whole the whole purpose of having dinner. It's like I and, and like I get the business plans and I get the the like we going we I'm I need the connections and things like that. But most most in most ventures of anything, especially stuff that I've been a part, have just come out in general conversation. When you you enjoying that six thousand dollar glass of wine that, that Ray may not like, that somebody yeah. else may not like. And you look, I'm not I, saying I, that I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm a wine drinker, I'm a champagne guy. So like so Ooh, you maybe, got money too. Hmm. So maybe may, may, maybe it's maybe it's one of them bottles of aces, you know, and it tastes good. And you sitting there, everybody at the table just laughing, joking, and there's a whole bunch of gems that's just flying because the conversation is real chill and cool. And then it turns into a thing of where it's not just the dinner, it's a call tomorrow, like, yo, what you I got some I got some people in the studio that may that may need this, this, that, and the other. Are you available? You know, like if you listen to how some artists or how people in general find like when they have those type of encounters, it usually comes from from them just being themselves, you know. So like I I don't think you could go wrong either way at all. Like I think and I think both Pat and Ray y'all got valid points. Like I'm sitting here listening, y'all, y'all got valid points. Like for me, like take what would make me take the meeting was this nigga Jay-Z was sitting here talking about $50,000 paintings and I'm sitting like how the fuck do you just buy this shit just because you know what I'm saying like you're not buying it because you're really a fan of art you buying it because it's something that rich people do so for me it was like mm, that's an investment or, you know they talk about their jewelry and things like that like other artists talk about it in things of where it depreciates in value. When you hear them talk about their jewelry and stuff that they have, that stuff is appreciating because they not selling it, and it's real. It ain't it ain't the the um how do you, the lab created stuff. Like they got real stones. Like Jay got real stones. His ain't lab created. Even even if they want to go the VVS route and be like, oh, we VVS certified, VVS <laughs> lab created certified. Like it's a difference. So. I feel like, like you could go either way for me. Like, like that's how I look at it. It just depends on your personality. I think. I um, will person... say. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I will say this. I feel like it's easier for someone like Pat who has like a their own business than some random schmandom motherfucker. Uh, all he does is listen to a podcast. And think that he's gonna make a million dollars by selling like two dollar t shirts that he got from Walmart that he selling for fifty cents, like for five dollars. An actual like plan and stuff, you might be able to finesse them. But if you never thought about it, no, let me shut up. <laughs> nah. Can I ask a question though? Can I ask a question real quick? What? Who's giving us the fifty k? I don't think anyone's ever asked that oh. question. Right, that, that's a good what's question. The, what's too. the terms of the 50k? Bond to 50k? I, I just, I'm taking it as if it's a lunch, my thing is they're just going to hand you a brief pick. Here's 50k. They're like, yo, this is a lunch with or dinner with Jay Z. That's how I'm just taking it. 
So you're just taking it at face value. I get what you're yep. saying. Yeah. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I can go with that. I think that's the easiest way to go go about because then you could put stipulations on what's the dinner going to be like with Jay Z. Like, how long are you going to be able to sit with him and talk to him? Or, All right, because like, that is are true. Because the dinner might. Are be... you just going to be somebody at the table when there's like fifty other people? Like you could be at the far end of the table and Jay at the other end, and you don't even get mm-hmm. to interact. So, like, I I think taking it at face value is the best way to to kind of take that. One. And um, while we're still in the conversation of music, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, mm-hmm. we can hear you, bro. Um, all right, but while we're on the conversation of music, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about your, you know, singing and songwriting journey? Oh, uh, sure, man. Like, um, I mean, honestly, you know, I'm, my story is no different than like a lot of people's. I started in church, you know, uh. And like that's like where a lot of my training background and things like that come from. Um, got involved in some things in school, theater, um, jazz, jazz composition, things like that, to just kind of better myself as a musician, to kind of understand my craft a little more, and to see the different avenues and areas you can go. Like rather it's a uh, you know as far as performing, rather you want to be like. Uh, people who essentially do stage plays or you want to do, you know, just theater work in general, or if you want to go the the background singer route, or you want to go the, the lead singer route, or you just, you just feel like you're a local entertainer. Like, so you, when, when the local bar restaurant needs a, needs an artist, you know who they call. Um, just one day spend my craft in the process of that. Um, I joined the app with a bunch of people who were just um, dealing with, uh, you know, the layoffs of COVID or, you know, just being at home, uh, uh, not being able to be in the office and like actually work that way. Um, um, joined the, joined the app that was, that was dedicated to music. Um, kind of blew up on there real quick, dropped maybe like two or three videos. And then and I had, like six to seven thousand people following me after that on there. Um turned into a thing where I met up with somebody who was in the industry. He wanted to like kind of get his foot back in the door again. And we're in the process of doing that right now. Um he felt like he enjoyed like the records that I wrote. He enjoyed the things that I did musically. Um so been working with him for about two years now. Um, have had uh, some big placement opportunities for some like huge artists right now who are like dominating the Billboard charts, and I'm hoping that my records get picked up by them so that I can dominate at least as a writer on the Billboards for right now. Um, other than that, um, I've had two projects that are out. Well, actually, I have more than two projects, but two two projects of my own that are out. I have my first actual album that I dropped last July 4th last year called Ecstasy and it deals with the elements of attraction through music of how people relate to my sound um and then earlier this year on my birthday I dropped an LP just called The Shades of Me um which kind of dealt with more of like a personal interaction or, or like touch with with me um 
I have a project that should be coming, I believe, in August, either August or September. Um, doing a, a mini EP with uh, with with another another artist. Um, we just, you know, we're writing some songs together and decided, hey, we're just gonna put them out. I've been a part of several projects. Um, I've been a part of a royalty compilation where I wrote, I want to say, half the material. If not half the material, a lot of the material that that's on that project, either vocal produced or um, wrote or just made sure that everything was in order before that project came out. Um, yeah, man, I just and you know uh, in the interim, you know, I just you know I hold me a regular job, you know, do regular people stuff until I get a call that says you don't have to be regular right now no more, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So that's kind of like how I live my life, you know. So, yeah. And um, another question: When you're writing songs, I'm not, I don't want you to give away your secrets or how you do it, but um, <laughs> you know, what's the what's your process? And touch on it a little bit because I don't want to give away what your magic or how you do your I, thing. But what goes through your head did, when you're doing a song or you know a process that you go through? Well, for me. It depends on what I want it for, right? If I want it for the radio, I'm gonna write a radio record, you know. Um, which means that I have to be current. I have to make sure the music and the sound is current enough to like I always think top forward. Like, and I tell people this, like whenever you write a song, like everybody wants to be original and they want to be unique and they wanna be that's my artistry and it's my like people should take me serious. I think the best way to get into the door to where you can then branch off and be the individual that you want is by having top 40 records. Um so I tell everybody or even myself, like I'm always looking consistency to write a record that could be top 40, top 40, and then from there I look amongst the records that I have. And I take the one that I feel like would sit on the billboard the longest. And then I, I go forth with that. And then I like fine tune and perfect that. Um, so that that's a that's kind of a strategy that 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 you use. Um, and then you want to look at for me when writing like album records, because I think you need a combination of things. You need a combination of live music, like music that you can get out on stage and perform. You need a combination of hits and then you need music that's going to be easy to kind of ride in the car to. Um, and usually the songs that are easy to ride in the car to are usually the ones that you see in movies or that you see in, um, you know, like local TV, not local TV shows, but TV shows that come on your local local networks rather, or your national networks. Um, you hear those songs in there. It's like, hmm, I never heard of this artist. But this song fits in well with, with those. Thoughts. Those are called, I like to call those album records, um, where they're easy to listen to, easy to ride to, and it's just easy to just play. Um, you also need your hits, of course. That's why I left back to the top 40 thing. And then you need records that when you hear it necessarily on the album, they could be skippable. But when somebody performs it live, it instantly becomes like somebody's favorite record. So... Um, I think you need a combination of those three elements when putting together a project. Um, my favorite out of the three to do would probably be because I love I love performing live, 
would probably be writing the live records. Like those are the ones that I feel like I'm most attached to that I have. Rather they be they fall in the category of top 40, they fall in the category of, you know, album songs, or they fall in the category of just I'm just wrote this song to to do for it to be live. Um so I think those are three elements. And they all three can cross over. Like you could have a end up having a record that's top 40 that you design just to be something that people listen to when they riding down the road and, and vice versa for all three of those elements. I think that's the easiest thing to like tell people when, when, when they plan on writing is to do that. Um, if you're writing for artists, um, you typically want to want to find out if you can, you want to find out the avenue that they're going in, like where their mental space is. Like you listen to certain people's projects and let's take her for an example. Right now, she she the last project she dropped was Back on My Mind, right? And if you listen to a lot of the records on there, they deal with, some deal with social issues, some deal with uh, relationship issues, some deal with the thought of her struggling with her own insecurities. And then some deal with just the fact that she feel like she the shit. So, and these are all thoughts throughout the course of the day that go on through the back of your mind. So, um, it's it's you want to make sure, like, okay, if she wrote a project that's back of your mind, what's the next phase for her? You know, um, and then kind of targeting a sound that can like depict what she may want or what you know, Chris Brown or whoever you choose to write for may want for their next like theme or project or what they're doing. Um, I always say that because if you write the same record that you just heard on the radio, as far as back of my mind, like, so let's say what records are hers. Let's say come through, right? Let's just talk about come through. Cause that was the single off of her project. If you write come through again, like it's, we already heard this, you know? And if it's not, if it's not given in a different way, it's like we already heard this. We don't. We don't need another. She doesn't need another come through. Doesn't mean that it won't work for Kilani or or Sizzle or for Summer Walker, whoever else that might need a come through record. But if you if your your goal is to write for her, then you got to write a record that kind of depicts how she talks. Like like she's she's wordy, but she's like catchy. Like her words are like catchy with like how she delivers. She does a lot of things in rap stanzas, like as far as like how her bars line up. They're done in rap stanzas, and but she puts like a, a very melodic melody on top of it. So you have, have to pay attention to those those type of details when you write. And so it's kind of like you gotta you gotta say something that's there. It don't necessarily have to be completely conscious, but it has to be something that if somebody's sitting back and they listening to it, they're like, "Damn, dog, that would that hit me in my chest." like coming from her. And then there's other artists who are like more playful and jovial. You you just gotta pay attention to how they move and how they, they do their process. That's a pretty good answer, you know. Thank you for giving us a little bit you know, mm -hmm. a little bit a little look into the magic that you that you yeah. make out here. Speaking of magic that you make, um if it's okay with you, we would like to have one of your songs Play. Oh, for sure, man. Um, yeah, that's, that's fine. You know, mm -hmm. right here, we're going to take a moment to play a song. Is there a song you want to introduce or that you uh, want to play? Uh, I just, I would say, uh, 
Um, I, 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 I don't really, I don't really have like a, a thing. Like, I'll pick, pick, play whatever it is you feel would, would sound good. Like, I don't, I don't really have one that just says like, play this record. You know. Okay. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, at this point, we're going to play. Time keeps slipping away. I'll never know. It's crazy sometimes how I treat you. It's just how the wind blows. It's just how the story goes. You get to popping at the mouth saying you ain't staying. I look at you and say, girl, stop playing. You know I ain't moved by your tears, put them away. And that's when I hear you say, I used to be a gentleman. I used to be a better man. If I keep hanging with my single friends, then I'ma end up just like them. Just different points of view. Love, lust. One gives a title, the other we just thrust. I know what to say, my words are never rushed. I look at you and lie, but it makes you blush. That's just the cycle we live in. It's toxic, they don't get it, but it's us. I know what you're over there thinking. That bottle's almost empty, you've been drinking, yeah, yeah. This is how the story goes. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. You get to popping at the mouth, saying you insane. I look at you and say, girl, stop playing. You know I ain't moved by your tears, put them away. And that's when I hear you say, I used to be a gentleman. I used to be a gentleman. I used to be a And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Time Keeps Slipping Away. Love it. I love that track. I love that track, man. Appreciate it, man. That was a lot of fun doing that track. A lot of fun. Shit, that's what's up, man. This is Blurred Month, and we're going to get into a little bit of things that's nerdy. Uh you want to tell us uh, a few of your favorite comic book characters besides uh, Batman that well, you might Batman, like? Okay, so <laughs> let's 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 clear up. Some, let's clear up some things, okay? Uh-huh. Batman is not my favorite comic book character. Gambit is my favorite comic. The book best, character. yo, Gambit's the best. I just happen to enjoy 
the uh, I like intellectual battles in comparison to physical battles. So the characters, the main the main villains that you that you get with Batman, Sub Zero, I call the man Sub Zero, Mr. Freeze, my bad. Mr. Freeze, um, the Joker, um, the Riddler, and even Penguin to a certain extent, Ra's al Ghul, everything that they do, even though and even Bane, like everything that they do can be physical. But where the real battle takes place is it's like a chessboard. They're having an intellectual conversation. Uh, so it's like a meeting of the minds. So in that regard, that's why to me, when I look at other superheroes or look at other, you know, villains throughout, rather you're a DC fan, Marvel's fan, or or um what's that? A Sabin. Sabin is the other universe, I believe. Uh, rather you go in in any of those universes, like I feel like Batman's intellectual wars outweigh the rest of the rest of the universes. So that in return is why I pick Batman over a lot of other superheroes. But doesn't mean that I'm a Batman fan. Like that's not what I'm saying when I say that. But uh, but to list list a few of them, um, I would definitely say Gambit is definitely my favorite. Superhero. Um, um, I like the Joker. Um, oh goodness! Here we go. I do. I, I, I that dingbat might seem crazy to a lot of people, but when you listen to what he actually says, he's the most logical human being on the planet. If 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 Gotham City was real, um, so I like the Joker. I like Gambit. Um. I like Storm. Um, uh, I like Black Cat from Spider-Man. I'm a Peter Parker fan to the day I die. That's probably like my second favorite superhero. Um, and um, let's see. That would probably be about it. Like I don't I don't have any other like big like yeah, I, I mean, unless you want to dip over into like Saban, and you can go with. If I dip over into Saban, probably uh, who was the, the Green Ranger, you know, um, uh, and then um, Bumblebee off of Transformers, like that would be. And and uh, I can't think of dude's name right now. Uh, but he's a Decepticon, and it's not. Uh, it's not it's not um not Megatron or Megatron sidekick. It was another dude. I can't think of his name though right now, so oh well. But like and I can't think of none of the characters off Dungeons and Dragons, so right now. So yeah. That would be my list though. Okay, okay. A wide variety. Yeah, that's yeah. A nice I guess I can let you live. Who? Like in uh, Batman. Like, Listen, I can't be too mad about that. This is a We Hate Batman podcast over here. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I understand. I understand y'all's reasoning for hating Batman. I just feel like Superman is the same. You know, and that's that. something I was no, and that's that's something that I was going to ask you about. Do you want to uh, go through your Superman's ego? Conversation. Oh, absolutely. So, wow. So, so, this is how I look at it, right? If you are a supernatural being 
from another universe and you can end the fight in a matter of a matter of seconds. And I understand that the depiction of it comes from the writer's perspective. So it's not actual reality of how Cal L would actually <laughs> go about doing things. But let's just take it from the writer's perspective, right? Superman is depicted as as weak. Okay? Not compassionate, but weak. I feel like I feel like he's he's weak, like his mind is weak. And then he along with being weak-minded, he has a level of arrogance that causes a lot of injuries to not only Metropolis, but wherever he's having his fights at. Like, like I don't think people pay attention to the fact that every time somebody goes through a building, there are millions or, or hundreds of lives that live in those buildings. And it's not like Superman throwing them in at the top of the top of the building. Like, he throwing them through the middle of the building. So, if, and let's just take, let's Let's just take uh, what's the popular L.A. for example, downtown L.A. Let's say Superman throws somebody through Capitol Records, right? Downtown L.A. throw them through Capitol Records. What you think gonna happen to every other building that's in that vicinity? When this guy can easily pick this guy up, take him somewhere off in the Pacific, finish the fight, and nobody's hurt in the process. Like, it's that's the ego, bro. And, and, and it's ego to a fact that not only do you throw a person through a building, but you know you're stronger than this person and you let them hit you. Like, that's that's playing with your food. And people that play with their food have egos. Like, and, and so, like, I feel like when people do the comparisons, uh, they talk about the narrative on Batman. How Batman could easily kill his, 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 his villains. And he could. I don't disagree with none of the statements that people make about Batman being a narcissist or whatever they want to call him, a rich kid with issues, however you want to see it. I don't, I don't argue it, but I feel like when people don't have that same type of energy for Superman, I feel like, are we watching the same thing? Like, or like, what am I missing, per se? Uh, Ray, yeah. I'll let y'all go first, only because me and I had this conversation and I'll save my points for, for last. I don't got nothing. I'm just surprised. I mean, I got, I, I got, I got Superman as well as I hate Batman. But you know, you know, I got something. First of all, Batman is a rich white man who got bored one day and decided he wanted to be a superhero. So you want to talk about ego? That's an ego. No, here's the thing. Like, he, I never, never disagree with that. Praise Jesus. Like, I, I yeah. never disagree with Batman. Like when you when people make a point about Batman. I never disagree with you. Like, I'm not that guy that sits in there argues that Batman is the greatest uh, superhero of all times. And when people be like, he don't have no superpowers, and they be like, nah, but he got a belt. Bro. Like, that's not me. It's not like, <laughs> like, like no, but that's, that's the thing. He ain't a superhero, but he got hands. Like, he, he got, got hands, hands, though. Like, like I'm, not, I'm not one that's going to sit there and debate that he's the best, this, this, that, and the other. Cause my thing is, he's a normal. This is the only thing you can say that can that 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 can't be challenged in that argument. People say that Batman is a normal man that dresses up in a costume, and yet he's respected amongst the people that actually have superpowers and and respected and and feared and feared more. Dark side fears Batman more than he fears than he fears Superman. 
like like when you look at it from that perspective, like you can't argue that, right? So it's like, well, you got a point there. That's me. It's like, well, explain to me how the normal guy, the normal rich kid with white issues or whatever you, you want to call him, is more respected than the woman who trains, who is probably the most dominant Amazon in the planet. Like, like, and you gotta think about villain wise. Like Joker's a normal person too. You understand? But yet he he destroys like all of these people with all of these superpowers. Like, you know, they got these super bodies and super this, that, and the other. And here's this guy that decides to put on makeup and laugh ridiculously because he 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 looks at everybody else as like, wow, you're really an idiot. Right? And 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 they don't feel they don't feel the need of that. And yet they fall prey to his traps every time. It's like so like for me, I, I don't I don't have an argument to defend Batman. I think what I'm saying is where's your defense in the other superheroes for real? So when you make the comparison. So that's like my said, thing. So like I said, me and this man's had this conversation before. And mm. for me, I, I I it's not even the fact of killing. Like I'll take away killing because again, not every superhero kills. This whole thing is not killing, mm. and I'm fine with that, right? My issue is more so stopping these people because like okay. he has a hero complex where he feels like he needs to save the day he puts them in these positions and places to where this place fails down it's like yo imagine putting a like a a, a, a super duper psychotic killer in in a prison but the prison is made out of lego blocks like that's arkham to me <laughs> Like Arkham is just Lego blocks, and these dudes just come and go as they want to. Like, yo, I'm about mm-hmm. to go to the carryout, fam. You want something? And they just break out. Mm-hmm. And that's just my, always been my issue. Like, he doesn't do nothing to stop these people. Joker, hey, somebody that meet that that I. Joker has so many issues that I'm not going to bring on here, but I'll just say this man wants. In a church at a wedding, murdered uh, like these two black like like this this couple and their kids in a mm. church. Murdered them on their wedding day. Mm. Batman sees him murder them. He then, in Joker fashion, begins to get on his knees and pray. And guess who prays with him <laughs> after murdering after watching these people get murdered? Batman. Bro. All right, let me let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. Mm-hmm. So, Wait, so, so, so that's that. I have no argument against what you're saying, but this is my rebuttal. Joker murders these people at this wedding. Superman comes in, throws Joker through not only the church that he's in, blows that up with the pastor and everybody else inside of it, but tosses him through five other neighborhood homes that are along the way. Before Joker land, lands in like a minefield, or not a minefield, but in a field of grass, right? Along the way, somehow another, <laughs> some type of super, super power thing happens. They blow up a gas station. So now not only is the church blown up with all the people that were in the church, there's people's homes who are destroyed in the process. They got insurance. And, but, okay. but they did. But then I'll stop. I'll stop you right there because, like, again, this isn't every this isn't every villain he does this to. Does he do (laughs) it? Like, 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 don't. I'm not saying that there aren't villains that he don't. 
through through doors and all of that stuff. Like I've the Joker once it. came to Metropolis, pulled up yeah. in Metropolis, and the Joker literally was about to just he was like, What are you doing here? And Joker was about to try to blow up the whole city and all of that yeah. stuff. The bombs was taken care of. They was right there in his hand. He's like, yeah, if you press that button, you're just going to be the only one that dies. And he just left. He got arrested and dipped. Because there was nothing he can do. Like, right. Superman... And, uh, like, and again, I'm not you... saying that Superman don't do that stuff. But it's mostly with superpowered. Like, he's not taking, like... But those people can't beat him, bro. Like, like, like the fight's opposite get... way. The fight... The fights with Doomsday, fights with Doomsday, Dark Side, and maybe I'll even go Brainiac, right? Those are three legitimate fights, right? That anything could happen, right? I, I'm not I'm not against the the casualties of war in that case, right? Yeah. But what about all the other people, man? Again, I'm not <laughs> like the, arguing or denying it, but that's all look I'm at saying. It, like, I'm not listen. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is, when you compare the two, it ain't really the same. Because in the end, and I feel, I no, feel it, like no, no. Because in the, the end, because no, no. Because in the end, <laughs> the Joker just doesn't get a chance to get out and do it all over again. Like if things get bad, Superman okay. will stop it. Like he all will right. be like, all right, something so, I get. Right, Batman so just has of, yet. Like so, Batman so can at process, this moment, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. Batman has a, had a suit. That contains seven red fucking suns. Seven red suns. <laughs> Go get seven red suns to put in the suit. But you can't just shoot this man with some anti-joker serum and heal him. And like, look, bro. <laughs> I'm I, I'm not arguing that. But this is what I'll say in, in rebuttal. Would you rather have just a married couple die or everybody in the church die? Bro, everybody died. Like this man. Which one? Which one? Wait, no, 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 no. Because it's not because again, like <laughs> what you're one? what you're explaining isn't something that happens on a normal basis. Again, because even with Batman, let's not pretend that a lot of these streets and buildings don't get blown up as well. Which I mean, oh, we're gonna saying, have a conversation. No, no, because we're gonna have I'm a conversation. We yeah, have a conversation about the gentrification that will happen because he's oh, out yeah. here destroying the hood. Absolutely. So, he Batman destroying the hood and then being the good Samaritan as Bruce Wayne by buying the hood. Like I like I'm not I'm not against the supremacy uh, like at all. I see it. <laughs> okay, like I'm I'm all for that argument too. What I'm saying, I think the only thing that I'm saying that's different between the two, right? And Batman, the city will blow up. Like, like, like it'll blow up all different types of places. And, and like, could he instantly just be like Hey yo, Joker, come here real quick. Bow. All right, no more violence. This over with and done with, at least on a grand scale of things. Absolutely. But Superman in Metropolis, it could like he's faster than a speeding bullet, bro. Like when you list all of his super abilities, right? In comparison to fighting normal human minds, the dude, Les Luthor, whoops his ass, bro. Like for real, for real. Like let's just call it. Call it. Like, and I'm, and I'm not. Mean? And listen, I'm not denying it. I'm not denying that he don't take L's. He takes major L's, more L's than not. But when it comes to actually needing to stop a villain from like, all right, shit is getting serious. We need to actually do something to stop this person. He'll do what needs to be done to stop that person. And again, after I'm he not has the conversation after again, he has the 
conversation. But at least says, he you know gets what? it done. Right. Like, but I'm that's not. The and again, right. Like, that man done. gets too many chances. Okay. Like, I'll give you, like, okay. another example of, right. of, of, of people saying, now, this is Gotham City. This is Gotham City. This is okay. a city. It's about 15 different Batman. <laughs> well, okay, let me not lie. It's about what? Robin, Nightwing, mm-hmm. Batwoman, uh, Jason Todd. Uh, you have some and, dude and, named uh, Clown Bat that's around, you, and you have Batman, right? You have all these people that's and, and around, Damien. And, and Damien. Damien. And on top yeah. of that, you have some people who 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 believes in the code, like Bane and all of that stuff, who right. will be like, "Nah, this ain't whatever." Mm-hmm. This man managed to save within like a year or two, forty people, forty <laughs> fucking people. This man manages to save, bro. They literally was like, like it was some crazy number, like. Well, this year you had two hundred murders, but this year you had one sixty. He only saved forty people. All you people <laughs> around, only forty people got saved, bro. All right, and this is my argument. This is my argument today. Superman. This week, bro. This week, two thousand people died. But this how often does that happen? Like that's the thing. Died, that's not like, like so, it's a but... consistent thing. My problem with Batman, and this will forever be my problem with Batman, is that he will break the arms and the legs of a man robbing a bank, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you deserve it. But the Joker, he's taking him to go get Burger King. He's rubbing his back. He's burping. Bro. He's like, yo, oh, absolutely. Really like feel. nobody. So, like so nobody why is that him. okay? Why, it's not. Why are, you, like, why are you making the 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 guideline of well because Batman doesn't so does Superman Superman is worse than Batman no because Superman is actually a superhero okay no no no, no. his argument this is his argument his argument more so is his just so we his argument is more so that Superman can literally just finish things before things get serious and but which again no. he quite often does with some low tier people. Now, again, I'm not saying everybody don't get this the work. I get it. There are a lot of things this man can do that he should not just like a lot of people like, just should not have, be able well, to touch this have, man the I way that have, they should. I don't have any arguments against Batman in the sense like I don't have any arguments. When people call him call him, you can say like he, he ain't a, he ain't a this, he ain't a that. And I'm gonna sit there and be like, Yeah, you're right. But the moment that they start now, but Superman, it's like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's the same guy, bro. Like, even if you look at the cartoon, the modern day cartoon, right? The Batman the animated series and Superman, it's the same face. They're the same dude. One just got his toupee going to the left, and the other got his going back. And and but both of them got the same chins, one with glasses, and the other don't. Like, if you really look at the two individuals, Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent look the same. Like it's almost like it's the same guy in, in visual, and then but if you look at it from city to city, bro, it's the same thing. Like and even the thing, the think about it this way, right? Batman, the guy with the ego that everybody say he got, had to step in and decide, yo, we need a plan to stop you, not stop you because you're not good for the earth, but we need a plan to stop you because in the process of you being good for the earth, bro, you killed fifty thousand people. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, and this is coming from the crazy guy, the the guy who let Joker rape innocent women. Okay, like, like, and I'm not saying anything is right about that. Okay, because like Superman could look right back at him and be like, "Yo, no, what's wrong with you?" Like that. And I'm sitting there, both of them, like both of y'all, belong. 
belong behind bars somewhere because neither one of you do your jobs. Like, that's my thing. But I don't, the people who cheer for Superman and then shit on Batman, it's like, bro, they're the same person, though. Like, you can't you can't shit on one and then cheer for the other or or vice versa. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm, for all the Batman fans out there, that Batman holics, you want to call it, and they Superman shit and this, that, and the other, it's like, bro, Batman's a menace to his own city, too, bro. Like, what are absolutely. you not seeing? Like, but it's it's the same thing when you flip the script. Like, so that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not against people who, who feel how they feel about Batman. I support it. But it's like, don't come in and then don't come and then big up Superman. Like, he's a modern-day saint and a hero. He ain't no hero oh, either. Nobody's <laughs> bigging him up. I'm just saying when it comes to actually needing to stop a threat, he will actually stop a threat okay. and stop after, it. After and, and again, and, again and I'm not taking that away, but again, those threats aren't something that's on a daily basis. Like, Lex Luthor just ain't out here murking 50,000 people no. every time he does something. I'm not saying he don't. And the, Joker ain't always, and the Joker ain't always out of Arkham. Not saying you, he can't. But hold on, listen to me. Not saying that he can't break out anytime he wants. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Sometimes the nigga likes sitting at Arkham because it's cool. It's like, we're going to chill right now. we let Batman fight Mr. Freeze right now while I finish getting together everything that's going to blow up the east side of Gotham. Right? Like, I'm not saying he ain't plotting, he ain't planning. When Batman could have easily just been like, nah, Joker, I'm throwing you in the river, bro, and you just going to die. And then with everybody else, he could do the same, same thing. I'm with you on the fact that he could stop all his villains. All I'm saying is that same argument that 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 it don't happen every day in Metropolis. It's the same argument besides the local thugs and crime people, this, that, and the other, that you can say about Batman. And at the end of the day, bro, one is a fucking uh, demigod, and the other is a guy that puts on a mask at night and tries to scare people. Literally. That's the gimmick, bro. You are 110% right. But also at the same time, a lot of those problems that he do bring along can also he be calls. fixed with his money. He calls and a lot of it can be fixed with his money. Yeah. And the craziest part is he also just don't want nobody else's help outside. So everything that's wrong with Gotham is on that. He himself is the worst part of Gotham. But I think I think and, that was the whole but, point of the story though, though. Was to was to depict to was to depict the failures of his father, right? Like when you look when you look at the actual story of it, right? Like how it's written, it's to depict the failures of his father that now are the shadow failures of the son, because instead of the son completely doing the things necessary to get rid of corruption in the police force or in in in, in big business and anything like that, he still got to keep certain contractors happy because that funds his little night 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 work act you understand what i'm saying so like it's not all it's not all sugar sugar and spice like some of it is it's like bro if you stop this then this could die right but if he stops that then he loses funding somewhere else that builds whatever else he needs to build like he has to maintain two whoa, realities whoa, 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 whoa. He, he's broke i don't, I don't he's, he's broke now cool like he, no 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 but batman doesn't have that money no 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 no, 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 no. I'm saying his money is based off of trade, okay? Like, Wayne, Wayne Industries is based off of trade. Like, it's tech. It's, it's, mm. it's the, what, 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 what funds it is tech. Who needs tech? 
military. Military that's blowing up this country. Military that's blowing up this country. So if I stop building the tech that essentially gets stolen in Gotham and it blows up Gotham City, if I stop building the tech, right, then I essentially lose my infrastructure. I have to find a new infrastructure. Now, I'm not saying that in the process of him doing that, will he instantly go broke? No, nah, Bruce Wayne's a smart guy. He'll figure it out. But I think the way that the story, the story is supposed to be written, right? Like we all have our identity of how the story should go versus how the story is actually written. Same thing with Superman. Like we we have we the story is written a certain way versus how we think it should go. Batman's story is written to right the wrongs of his father and not see that he actually is his father. It's kind of like I, I want to change things but I'm really changing into the man that I really want to change things from how he let happen. And that's kind of the story, the underlying story that is being told in that versus when you flip it over to Superman, Superman wants to live a normal life, but he has so many other responsibilities to, to kind of carry. He has the weight of saving the world, but, but he's conditioned to responding because he grew up here like a normal person would respond. So so in the fight, right, that I, that, I, that I make my argument about, right, where he tosses the guy through the building and it blows up and thousands of people die, right? That's how normal people would fight. They go blow for blow. Like, you're not going out here. Like, even boxers, you take boxers, for example, like, anybody can get caught with a jab. You know what I'm saying? Like, Floyd Mayweather going to knock whoever out is in front of him, like, it's gonna be a quick fight. I'm not saying that, but that dude can slip, slip and hit that nigga like in, a, in just in a normal fight where it's not ring control. It's the environment that's glass and things like that. Superman's conditioned to fight that way. So consequently, when he can end the fight real quick and fast, it takes him thinking, "Oh, wait a minute, I'm not, a, I'm not from here. I'm, I'm just, I was just conditioned to live here." To then decide, "Oh, hey, I can finish everything." Within seconds, it takes him a second to to realize that that he's a governing power, versus the guy who just wants to live a normal Kansas City, Kansas life. Like it's how the stories are written. I just feel as though when people compare the two, like I think they're more parallel than people want to want to say. So like when I see people argue or like put down Batman for Batman doing Batman things. It's like, and then they big up Superman. It's like, bro, Superman do Superman things too, bro. Like, they both let people die. <laughs> like, all the time. So, and that that's just my point on it. But still, fuck Batman. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Had to break the silence. Look, look, look. I mean, look. I'm and I'm not against that though. Like, I think that's the thing. It's like most people like go back and forth with you. Like, fuck Batman, no fuck Superman. I'm like, nah, fuck Batman too, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you, but don't. But then don't be like that, Superman. Nah, it's fuck him too. (laughs) Like that. That's how I. Nah, Team Superman all the way. Nah. I kid, I kid, somewhat. Let me stop. Um, 
do you we're about to wrap it up because we definitely went very blurred <laughs> this time and of course <laughs> uh Doug had to step away so okay um we just want to say thank you for coming oh, to for the sure. podcast always so much fun <laughs> Um, yeah. Even though you like Batman, I'm, I'm gonna let you live. I don't like Batman. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm just messing with you. Hours. I'm just messing. <laughs> Look, I got a bat. I'm, I'm married to a person who likes Batman, so yeah. understand. The lost cause over here. So, um, anything you want to say before we close? Um, well, always thanks for you guys having me, man. I, I love, like, I love listening every week. You know, I'll tell. Everybody that's going to tune in because they hear they're going to hear me on this that that know about it now. Um, definitely tap in with these people every week. Y'all know I post it in my story all the time. So yeah, man, let them help them blow up, man. This is this is a good group of people, man, and they always are very very interesting with their topics. So yeah, that's it. But once again, thanks for having. Me. Of course, it was great. Pat, you want to say anything? Yeah, just want to say that I'm a big fan of Donald's music. I've actually used a couple of his tracks in some of my videos. Been a long-time supporter. Thank you, nothing but the best, bro. And I can't wait to see you up there. Thank you, bro. Likewise. Likewise. When you get that uh, lunch for Jay-Z, remember us. (laughs) (laughs) But this is another episode of We Keep Talk Podcast. Make sure you tune in and everyone have a fantastic night.